Hello, everyone. Welcome to Brew Jackets, a fun Blue Jackets themed podcast. My name is Kevin. Joining me tonight, we have my guy, Hefty Duck, my guy, Wyan, my guy, Artsy, my guy, William, and my guy, Owen, who's probably high because he, he's on edibles. <laughs> medical, <laughs> medical stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> I ate, the entire, I ate the entire bag, not going to lie. So, yeah, for medicinal purposes, ladies lost. and gentlemen, nothing illegal here. Right. In Minecraft. In Minecraft. Nothing, nothing illegal. We I would never not. do that. That's not our thing. It's legal now. But, well, yes, but, like but the weeks. point still stands with Heartsy. Nothing illegal. We'd never do that. That's not our style, anyone. But, um, CBJ! 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 Shit. It's been a week. Hey. After dark. It's been a good week. We all had the Thanksgiving here, you know, recently. So that's why I was able to make it here on, on Wednesday night. Yeah. So here we are on Saturday night making up for it. And um, damn, I'm kind of glad we did because Wednesday night then at 7, you know, you got the second win in a row. And I don't want to jinx anything, but I'm thinking playoffs. Say that in a little bit. Um, Tank for Macklin. It's over. <laughs> we win. But yeah, I mean, it's something to be happy about. I mean, last night, uh, last night. No, no, yeah, last night, right? Well, yeah. Uh, Elvis bit crazy good in the last mm-hmm. game, and. I'm absolutely stoked on, on him. That was such an amazing performance. I mean, couldn't ask of anything better. Literally. Um, I don't know. What did you guys think? Uh, first, uh, well, we had some losses since last game, too. Uh, yeah. So, look, it just, it, look, we've said this time and time again on the show, but in regards to the losses that the Blue Jackets have had this season, it just comes down to just consistency issues where they play pretty good for the most part, and then they make one or two dumb mistakes, and then that's the reason why you lose. And that was really the story against the game against the Capitals and the game against the the Flyers. But then this past Wednesday – Don't forget that one. uh, Well, there's that one too, you know, and the Coyotes. There was that game too where, you know, again, similar story where it's like, you know, you play good for the most part, but one or two dumb mistakes, and that's why you lose. Uh, but then you know what? Credit to the Blue Jackets. They've cleaned it up the last two games. They had an awesome game against the Blackhawks. They smoked them 7-3. And the score says 7-3, says 7-3, but it really wasn't a 7-3 game. It just wasn't. It just yeah. didn't feel like a 7-3 game. You know, Adam uh, Adam Fantilli with an absolutely beautiful pass to Patrick Line to set up an awesome goal. By Patrick Line, and look, it's two two games. It's kind of an all small sample size, but so far it looks like that Patrick Line and Adam Fantilli Fantilli are continuing the magic that they showed in the preseason. And it'll be interesting to see if those two people can, you know, keep it going. And if even if it doesn't, oh well. At least you have you know you have a good line with Marchenko, Fantilli, Varankov that you can always go back to if you have to, but. You know, Johnny Gaudreau being with uh, Boone Jenner and Krill Marchenko has been awesome. So, again, small sample size. But, you know, 
it's it's been great to see. And then yesterday, the Blue Jackets played pretty pretty good game. Elvis Merzlikens outstanding. Made a lot of big saves, kept him in the game, and he's a big reason why the Blue Jackets won that game 2-1. So it's great to see. And now we got to see if the Blue Jackets can just, you know, keep it going. Keep it the fuck up, Line You bring up a really good point there. So obviously we saw Line got sat with, like, what, the first time in his NHL career or something? Yeah. So as a healthy scratch. I mean, yeah. You know, obviously he sat for injury and he, he himself he, he said yeah he was very embarrassed about it understandably so so one thing i want to bring up is also the day that his dad had passed like last year or the year yeah. before and yeah. so i don't know if that had anything to do with it at all i don't know if pascal was trying to give him the night off or if he really was just holding him accountable and, and, and benching him now so there's been a lot of talk about him playing at center we, I've been still stoked on it. I would still be excited to see him maybe, you know, train at it and mm-hmm. work on it for like another yeah. year or so. And, yeah. You know, and, and even at that, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Right. He asked to play this year. He did. And Pascal gave him that opportunity. Yeah. And when he didn't perform, Pascal benched him. And now, at the moment, he's back at wing. Mm-hmm. He, you could, you, one could argue where he's meant to be. But, um, you know, he's also, I mean, he's just an amazing player. Yeah. I think this maybe is uh, a little bit unfamiliar with it. And with the addition of Fantilli, we don't necessarily need him no. in the center at the moment. No. And I think that's an important point that people need to remember is that I've seen a lot of people dunk on the Blue Jackets. Oh, you're playing Patrick Line at center. Derp, why are you doing that? Well, if you pay, were paying attention to the Blue Jackets, you would understand why he's doing that, which is the point that you brought up, Hefty Duck, which is this is something that Patrick Laine has wanted, and not just now, but he's wanted this for a while because Pascal Vincent has talked about this. You can go back as far as the Winnipeg days when he's with Patrick Laine in Winnipeg, and Patrick Laine has told him about this, how he wants to play at center. You look at the two games this past season where he played, it's a small sample size, but he looked good. He had four assists for four points in two games. He looked more motivated, and that's the thing with Patrick Laine. Sometimes he's just not motivated, and he's just not with it. So, like, that looked good that he was more motivated to get it. And all summer, in the all offseason, he trained hard for that. And one of his best friends is Alexander Barkov, one of the best centers in the NHL, to learn some tips Ooh. from him tip for some best tips from him and Alexander Barkov. He's watched some of the tape of at Patrick line being center. And he thinks he looks good. And even the, you know, some moments this season, he's looked good at center. But, what is but like, but like you said, happy Doug, you know, it's not as big of an issue that for him to be at center. Cause you know, we have Adam Fantilli and we have other options, but it's nice. It's nice to know that you have that because it's, it's decent. Because he's 6'5", 200 plus pounds, that's like a center body that in the perfect world, that's what you want for a center. And he's looked okay at times. So it's nice to know that you have something there. And even if it doesn't work out, he's learned a new skill that Patrick Line can use to help the team out. If they need a big face off, they can stick him in there. And he's been doing that. If they need the, this or that, he can do that. So, you know, that's what it really is for me. Is it's nice to know that he he can do it, and if it doesn't work out, oh well, you have another guy 
that can kind of play center. And that's something that Pascal Vincent has talked about is how in his perfect world, he wants multiple guys on a line that can play center. So if it works out, yes, if not, oh, well, at least you tried something. Well, I think, you know, whether or not it works out, I think it's great for him to understand even more of the game. Uh, He Mm -hmm. understands like what the center, like what they have to do now, at least a little bit better. Maybe mm-hmm. not to the point of playing it proficiently, but um, yeah, definitely something that uh, you know I've been thinking about, and I think will you know is is uh, is not a bad thing. I mean, yeah, we lost some games. It's not line at center's fault. It's not no. that. Okay, there's no. definitely way more than that. Um, so real quick, we've had a little bit of a mix up in the points here lately. Uh, we know that. Uh, so anyway, real quick, congrats to Boone Jenner on his mm-hmm. on record breaking uh, games played for the Blue Jackets. He officially has beaten Rick Nash's record for games played for the Blue Jackets. So, uh, cheers to you, Boone Jenner. Cheers to you. How many was it? 675 or some shit? Yep. It was like a lot. Yeah. A lot of games. Anyway, why I bring that up is he was the points leader pretty much up until recently. He also has um, some of the most goals in the NHL right now. Like he's in like the top ten, if not like his, among yeah. active players. Of what? Among active players. Yeah. Like, right. No, I mean like oh, like this season. Sorry, this season's top ten. Oh, okay. So far, yeah. Not not just like. I mean, like for the whole NHL this season, he's doing amazing. He's eleven and three right now with fourteen points. That actually takes him down to second place. Because with another record-breaking uh, game, Zach Rowenski scored was the first defenseman from the Blue Jackets to score four points in one game. Dude, that takes him up to and now get this though he's one in fourteen. He's a defender. He doesn't need to score goals, but he's one in fourteen with fifteen freaking points, dude. Mm-hmm. That's impressive. It is. Um, yeah, Rowenski. So yeah. Went to our next guy after that. So Rowenski's first. Jenner's second. We have Proverov. He scored his first goal recently. You know, he had like uh, nine assists here uh, like a week ago, a week and a half ago, and now he's at one goal and 12 assists for 13 points. Um, those guys are leading the pack. Isn't that crazy? You know, I I understand. I don't know. Whatever. I see a lot of people absolutely ripping on Provorov and complaining about him. It's, like, look, it's not going to change. Whatever, and whatever. If you want to bitch about him, bitch about him, but don't call him bad. Yeah. Don't yeah. call him a shitty player. It's not. You can bitch about right. him for whatever else reason you want. That's yeah. your option. But he's not a bad player. He's not. Nah. At 13 points. At number a lot, in my opinion, a lot of this criticism of Ivan Provorov just comes from the fact that, oh, he makes like, he plays good like 99% of the time, but then he makes that one dumb mistake, and that's all people focus yeah. on. And then this this is the uh, – I mean this in not a dis- disrespectful way, but this is the unfortunate reality. Some people are just so stuck on the fact that he didn't choose to wear the jersey, and that just really upsets them, and they just can't get past that. And it's like, I know, I understand some people liked it and some people didn't, but for some people mm. – they just can't get past that. And it's like, that's not the reason you should be 
hating someone, in my opinion. You, if you don't like a player, it should be based on how it, if they're doing good, if they're not doing good, and the stats say they're not doing good. Okay, you have a reason, but most of the time it's because of the jersey thing, or it's that one dumb mistake he makes when like ninety nine percent of the time he's okay. But yeah. that's well, so. I have a couple points here, real quick, too. Um, so one, once again, I understand that people can gripe about him, but he is not here griping about you. Right. Just remember that. I mean, he doesn't, whatever. The other thing is, so as far as defensemen go, he has a minus four, which albeit isn't the greatest absolute statistic to use as terms of someone's doing great, but he's a defenseman, so that makes a big difference. He's a minus four. You want to know who is the biggest minus on our team? One of them is Jake Bean at minus eight. Then we have Good Branson at minus eight. We have Bemstrom at minus seven. Chinakot at minus seven as well. They're offensive players. But so we have two defensemen at minus eight when Ivan Provar was at half of that. So half the goals, he has half the goals scored on the ice when he's that the other defensemen do. Yeah. So those one or two goals that really suck. And that's unfortunate. And that was a bad mistake by him. That doesn't mean he's a bad player. Yeah. He's in, he's in the end. Now that's um, a good good point you're bringing up there, Hefty Duck. You bring up defensemen on the Blue Jackets who have a worse plus or minus, and those guys aren't really getting the criticism that Ivan Provorov is getting when fair, you look, when you look, been great. Yeah, he's been kind of shaky in my opinion. Yeah, he started yeah, out. Fucking, yeah, where's the where's David Severson been? Hurt. Severson I mean, is no. actually a plus one. Just so you know. Uh, yeah, sounds like okay, but not like amazing. Yeah. So another player, I'm gonna go keep going through these points here real quick. I just want to mention. Um, so Fantilli is also a minus seven. So he's like one of three forwards that are minus seven. But you know, he's a forward. Um, so Kromarchenko is coming at number four with eleven points. Uh, he is five and six for the year. That he has like more than. Triple his assist of his very first uh, season. <laughs> he didn't get any of that first season. Anyway. Um, right. So he's got 6,000% more. Uh, Adam, Phil, Adam Fantilli comes in at number five with 10 points. So we have 15, 14, 13, drops by 2 to 11, then 10. And so we have a four-way tie for sixth or sixth or to ninth. Um, and that is Danforth. Voronkov, who's a beast. He still has six less games than everyone else on this list. So he's coming in tied for fifth with Gaudreau, who's been playing better. You know, we'll talk about him here in a little bit. Um, then Good Branson, who also had another uh, goal. That dude's his shot would scare the shit out of me. I wouldn't block. I, I don't know if I would want. I wouldn't want to block it. What if you hit in the side of the head? You uh, held on. Well, did you see it? He didn't even look at the net before he took the shot. He was just yeah. like, well, I'm just going to rip it. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, you're fucking dead. Antonio Brown confirmed. I mean, that, the one thing I've noticed about Erica Branson, and I've seen highlights of him, whether that be with a different team or the Blue Jackets, is like he's a defensive defenseman, mostly defense, doesn't do a lot of offense. But when he does do offense, it's those like fucking slap shots from the point where he just rips it and puts everything he has into it and just blows it right by the goalie. 
And when that's the type of goals that I, I've seen from him for, on the highlights, whether he, that be with like the Flames or any other teams he's played, or that's how he scored goals when he's been with the Blue Jackets. It's just he just fucking rips it and puts everything he has into it, just steps right into it and just slap shot and just blows it right by the goalie. Like there, there is, there like there is no like in between with him. Some guys like oh, just have like a, a wrist shot, slap shot, a slow shot, fast shot. That's not Erica Branson. When he scores a goal, he just steps right into it, slap shot, and just blows it right by the goalie. So it's funny though that the fastest shot on the team and one of the fastest shots in the NHL is from none other than young Yegor Chinikov. He has like one of the fastest slap shots. I'll look up the stat here in a bit because I want to. I want to continue to get through these here real quick. And like um, he, they absolutely t- killing it. And they've talked about this during games, during Blue Jackets games, where Yegor Chinikov just shoots it. It's just like a quick, quick wrist shot. It's not even a slap shot. And Yegor Chinikov's just like wrist shot. It's like ninety six miles no. per hour. Yeah. It's like what the hell, man? That's pretty damn good. It doesn't even look like he's trying. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was six through ninth, tied for uh, points at nine apiece. Um, so then we have four more ties. So we have uh, from tenth through thirteenth, we have Sean Corrali, who has yeah. is not the most productive player on the team, but he scores when it matters. He mm-hmm. I, has been so good this year. I think I think Corrali's almost earned. You know, I mean, he's a, he's a fourth liner, but I think they, they could yeah, he's so easily put him on the third. So clutch. No, no, you're right. You're white. You are absolutely right. I am uh, white. Ryan and Hefty <laughs> Duck. Hefty Duck and Wyan, you are absolutely right. Sean Corral, he's been a clutch, and he's been a good player for the Blue Jackets, and in my opinion, is one of the best fourth liners that the Blue Jackets have had in a while. Yeah. He's, he's well, ever since – like since coming to Columbus, Corrali has played like almost double the production that he had in Boston. So sometimes you and he does it. In the, he does it on the fourth line. Hometown bias, <laughs> and he doesn't back Hometown up. Back down from like other shit. You know? <laughs> right. Like he's he's tough. He doesn't care who's in his face. So All we got Corrali at eight. Then we got uh, Severson. Severson. I like to say Severson. I don't know. Severson? At eight. We have Jack Roslevic coming at 12, who, mind you, was in the top three last year with the most assist of of anybody. With uh, two and six. And then with eight points, we have Cole Sillinger, who also got his first goal recently. Mm -hmm. One seven. So... I'm I'm telling you, man. We got one, two, three, four, five centers in the. Well, I'm gonna say top ten because there's like two four-way ties. After that goes like Texier, Bemstrom, Line A. Well, it's just kind of rough. Line A's three and one with four points. Um, you know, being your check. Uh, so yeah, we're just pumping up Patrick Line. I think it, it'll be fine. And, you know, he was also injured for a while, too. He also had a head injury recently. And although it took a, quite a bit of time off, you know, I can just shake you up for a bit. I've been there. I've had a couple of We're waiting well. for that, for that cross, like, crossing the defenseman on D yeah. and then slap shot. 
at like 99. I mean, he has big blistering shot. He only and has 11 played. games played. And then of course, yeah. then of course, Patrick Line at yesterday's game against the Devils, his his luck this season, he gets the head injury and then he gets whacked in the face with the high stick, bleeding pretty bad. He misses the first period and almost misses the entire second period as well. I hate Devils. Actually, I hate Brad Pack more, but I hate the Devils. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. yeah I'm I'm yeah, Brat Pack. Mm. Yeah, go we ahead. Smoke that pack. Catch me outside. How about that? Yeah. Real. We were smoking that pack. That we pack. Only, uh, spitting bars How over here. Fiance. He's yeah. fat as shit. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. He got. He got. Brutal. He got them. Uh, Brat Pack. Brad pack got them diabetes over there. He's fat as shit. He ate his fiance. Mm. Uh, These are all jokes. Uh, jokes, and, and they involve being in Minecraft too, or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so uh, Elvis for the uh, he had a hell of a game last night. He that bumped his save percentage up to from like a eight eighty nine or something to like a nine oh five for the season. I'm not even joking. Like, fuck yeah, that's amazing. That's what happened for you. Own that the New Jersey Devils. Oh, dude, he had him. Trade him right now. <laughs> so, okay, wine, wine. You gotta tell us about Ohio State legend Mason Morai. Yeah, I saw people complaining about him. They sent him down or what? Yeah, they did send him down today because Ouch. Matt Jizzik returned from injury. I mean, his. Jesus. Defense, I will say his defensive play is kind of suspect, but again, like. I think he's, he's young, more of an right? offensive guy. Yeah, he's he's only twenty two, so he still has time to learn the defensive side. Um, but yeah, just I wish he could stay up here, but the reality is you have too many defensemen as is. Mm-hmm. Well, it's probably for the better that if he's down in the minors getting, you know, top six minutes learning defensively instead of playing bottom six minutes with the Bruins or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I obviously have my complaints about Matt Grizzly, but, you know, it's not to me. Yeah. We'll trade you both us for Lorai. Trade you both for Lorai. Isn't it crazy? So, Bemstrom got put on waivers, like, recently, too, right? And uh, Rickle Pitt, he he's got a comment here. He says, that fat pack jabroni blocked me. Hey, me too. <laughs> I think all yeah. of us are blocked. He's scared yeah. of something, dude. He's just scared, dude. He he loves to dish it out, but he can't take a single thing. Nothing. He could Literally. he could say, like, hey, I think you're wrong, and he's gonna block you because he's a jabroni. Soft. Softer hey. than Charmin, says Big I just I, I just wanna say thank you, Brad Pack, because I made a tweet making fun of you and you rep- you responded to it and it got over like seventy thousand views on Twitter. So like thank you for the attention that helped out my Twitter page. I'm just saying Uh, All of his little followers are obsessed with fellatio for some reason. I don't know what it is. Weird, dude. They are really weird. And like, I'm telling you what, like, like, look, I'm super into my team and and everything, but like, and like, I'm gonna rip on other teams here and there. Like, why? It's specifically target like one team over and over, just because 
and this, it has to be this, I swear, because I've seen it. I've seen them recently post about this. Johnny, come home. Johnny, come home. Like, dude, no, they're never going to. Like, I, they're still bitter about it. It's like, dude, he wasn't even traded from your team. No, your team was top three last year, and you're still complaining. I know. Like, dude, it was his choice. He chose Columbus over you. Get over it. Yeah. You can't. Mm-hmm. You're a fat loser. <laughs> yeah, you're fat and your scale wishes you were skinny. <laughs> In my um, He's such a such an asshole. I, I don't understand whatever. He's got followers because people like Jesper Bratt. And I understand that. Jesper Bratt's a great player. Or I'm not talking about Bratt when I say Bratt Pack sucks. I'm just saying. Brad Pack sucks. I feel so bad anyway. for Jesse Brad. It, it sucks that, associated with that he's associated with that player. Yeah. 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 I feel bad for Jesse Brad. Yeah. I mean, well, Brad Pack himself, we we know him as being racist and homophobic. We know this. We have screenshots of this that we'll happily share. So yeah. You know, if anyone out there is wondering who this person is, they're they're a troll on Twitter yeah. for. Yeah. The New Jersey Devils, like that's their, the people are cheering for. So yeah, um, not even a good troll. No, I mean, kind of yeah. more looks like one. But, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, physical appearances aside, he's an asshole. Kind of a inappropriate Epstein joke he did there. You know, I know that no, was yeah, weird, that dude. I have that screenshot saved for sure. It's, I don't even want to repeat it here. It was just really inappropriate. Yeah, um, that's disgusting. Yeah, we have to really talk about it. It was an Epstein joke. I ain't talking. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, I think now would be a great time to do the ad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> kind of weird timing, but it is what it is. Let me uh, do this little thing, and I'll see you here soon. Uh, you know what we're about to talk about? Let's talk about some sports betting. Bet on the action. Bet the action on the ice with the DraftKings Sportsbook. We have some odds here for tomorrow. All right, let's start with the Blue Jackets because we don't really care about much else. Um, the Blue Jackets are a uh, on the money line. This is the money line. They're plus twenty five, and the Hurricanes are minus two seventy eight. Meaning the Hurricanes should be favored to win. Um, Hurricanes are also a minus 1.5 on the uh, the puck line, which I believe is like Mickey Mouse. How much? <clears throat> yes. And then, <laughs> then the Jackets are a plus 1.5. So um, the, the Hurricanes are, are uh, favored to win tomorrow. It's a home game. It's going to be at 5 p.m. For those of you out there who don't know what time it's going to be at 5 p.m. I'm sorry, home game for the Hurricanes. So... Um, I think that's where – I mean, they've been playing really well. They're an amazing team. The Hurricanes are – The Hurricanes? Shout out to the Surge Cash, fellow THPN, and the Kaniacs. Um, but, uh, you know, ah, we could do it. The Hurricanes just lost to somebody recently, and I don't know. I'm not saying bet on us or anything. I'm just saying it's possible. Do it. I think. I hope. Oh, my God. Yeah, they were um, – so I'm, I'm just saying. Who else is playing tomorrow? What? Saying what? I'm just saying the hurricanes. Uh, the hurricanes lost to the Flyers 
I, I like your chances. Flyers beat us. Torch is doing something there. Anyway, go back. Yes. Do the things. There's also... Uh, Kev, what do you got? Are you talking about some football here yet, too? Because I think... Oh, well, I'll just... Now. Just, again, because, you know, we're an Ohio sports-themed show, so, you know, uh, go bet on the Browns, and, you know, you can bet on the Bengals. Um, Ohio State, even if they lost to Michigan because Hopefully of... Hopefully on them today. Yeah, even, well... Bet on them for future games, even though they lost to Michigan because Ryan Day is fucking soft and born on third base. That screwed Ohio State again, damn it. Yeah. Ryan Day. Oh, my Ryan idiot. Third base or third down? Third, third base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michigan, third, unfortunately, oh. unfortunately, Michigan was right. Ohio State is soft and Ryan Day is born on third base, and that's not good, but it's the truth, unfortunately. But you know what? Next game, Ohio State, you can you know do better, and maybe Ryan Day will that won't be born on third base and soft. But besides the point, you can still bet on Ohio State. We still love you, even if you lost to Michigan. And then you know go bet on the Blue Jackets. Anyways, hell yeah! It's sadly, Tom Brady's never wrong. Download the app now and use code THPN. New customers can get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Uh, bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Gambling problem? Call 800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877 877-8- Hope NY or text Hope NY four six seven three six nine in Connecticut. Help is available for the problem gambling. Call eight 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 seven eight nine nine seven 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 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. Twenty one plus ages varies by jurisdiction. Void Ontario. Bonus bets expire one hundred and sixty eight hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions. Terms and responsible. Oh, sorry. Deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2023. All rights reserved. All right. Yeah, and we right. have one more because, in addition to sports betting, you got to listen to some cool tunes. Um, you know, I don't really go very long without listening to some music. You know, when I'm on my computer, my computer doesn't have Bluetooth, so I can't use the Bluetooth headphones. But. And uh, so, talk about Raycon. It may be too early to start decorating for the holidays, but it's never too early to start your holiday shopping. Why not take care of it now before the crowds and packed calendars make shopping a total nightmare? Um, so I think, I believe they're doing some Black Friday sales, but um, the early Black Friday sale was going on. And that you could say for the 50% off. So uh, you definitely want to go check out, you know, uh, buyraycon.com slash THPN. To go check that out, check out their um, current deals. They're really good. Uh, we've talked about them before. Uh, you know, I've always said that I like the the sweat resistance and their uh, noise canceling because you know I got a little yappy dog, and sometimes it's nice just to tune them out. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, they also have the features like a 32-hour battery life, perfect in-ear fit. Uh, they've expanded their business too with the introduction of Raycon Home and Raycon PowerTech. So they do this like. Um, like faucet filter that looks really cool. I'd be really excited to try that out sometime. I mean, I, I live out in the country and my water's pretty good already, but um, you know, I could, uh, I 
definitely been thinking about it anyway. So, uh, Raycon is known for delivering high quality and thoughtful features at half the price of other premium tech brands. It's no wonder their tech products uh, have racked up tens of thousands of five stars reviews. To get everyone in the holiday shopping spirit, uh, Raycon is currently off for 20% off everything on their site with select products up to 50% off. So, beat the crowds and save now. Trust me, you do not want to miss out on Raycon's early Black Friday sale. Hurry now to buyraycon.com slash THPN to get 20 to 50% off site-wide. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score up to 50% off of Raycon products. Do yeah. it. Do it now. It helps us yeah. out. Yeah, it helps does. Helps the podcast network out, which then helps us out more. So yeah. do it. By the way. Don't forget to like, subscribe, sub- shit. Yeah. Like, share, subscribe. Do the things with the buttons that are below wherever you're watching. There's buttons down there of some sort, and you know, it helps out. So, be cool if you did it. Yeah. So like all the buttons. Yeah, gotta give. Oh, also, you know, bet responsibly on like all the Ohio sports teams: Blue Jackets, Ohio State, Bengals, Brett Browns. Uh, the crew made it to the conference finals, so that's cool. The Cavs, and you know, yeah. so much mm-hmm. more. So. Way to go. Uh, the like Cleveland that. Monsters. The Cleveland Monsters. You know, there's just a lot of shit going on in Ohio. It's, it's, just, it's just great to see. It's just great to see. And, of course, like Hefty Duck says, you know, you know, you should okay. totally subscribe to the channel. Just do it. You should subscribe to the channel. Now. Yeah. Do it. Um, so, real quick, I've been following the Monsters here quite a bit this year. Um. And obviously, we know uh, KJ got sent down. Ken Johnson got sent down to the Monsters, and he's been killing it. Did you guys see that sick um, penalty shot he had the other night? It was it was yeah. incredible. See if I can find up on my timeline. God, that was so fucking sweet. It a shootout goal, and it was reminiscent of the shootout goal he had against the Hurricanes last season. Got it here. Won that game. Ooh. CBJ artillery. I to myself after that goal. Thanks, CBJ artillery. Let me share this real quick. A little shout out to Jordan and Kyle and them. Uh, share screen. Let's do a Chrome tab. That one. All right. Like I said, this is from the artillery's page. Let me pause it real quick. I'm gonna take the sound off of it too. Sorry. Sorry. Do you want me to turn it up? Here, let's see if I can get any bigger. Let's uh, let's do this. Ooh, look at that. That's a good size. That's a good size. All right, so this is Kent Johnson on a uh, a shootout shot in overtime between the Toronto Marlies. Marlies, yeah. Yeah. Little monsters. So here we go. Check it out. Sorry to our audio listeners. You know what? I'll turn the audio on. In eight games, bottom of the second round. Has it patiently creeps across the blue line. Weeds to I his haven't right. seen this Very yet, so good. Now back towards the net. Takes his time to the bench. Yeah. He scores. Huge. Like, and he kept his forward momentum. Yeah, somehow he was all the way on the left side of the goal, and suddenly he was in the right top corner. Man, I back. am. Yeah, I am. I am moist. That's pretty yeah. damn good. It's fucking sweet goal. Love it. Big time goal. Great job, Ken Johnson. To the left and boom, just straight up. This like had the goalie in his pocket, 
easily just. Oh, oh God Almighty! That's not a Zambo. Right, one more time, show it one more time. Had him be one more time for the hood. Oof. Wow. It's so smooth. Like, did, did he practice that? Like, it just, just come to him, like, on the yeah, spot. I, I, I think shootout I think stuff I, is like kind of your own creations. Yeah. Remember Texier's, well, like, called, they call it the French yeah, Pope now. And he almost scored on it, even though we lost in that shootout recently. Yeah. Right. That So, the shootout recently, it did not go super well for us. Um, but uh, yeah, oh, hey, look, we got it. Uh, Matt, we'll eventually we'll call him up. The man who gave us the name. How you been, man? Yeah. The ball is going yeah. well over in the Carolinas there for you. We're playing was, the Carolina yeah. Hurricanes soon. It's going to yeah. be down that way tomorrow. Yeah, that, nah, Dale, Dale's the one that came up with the name. No, oh, right on. <laughs> uh, well, in any case. So... He's one of the uh, first guys here with us for a while. So, uh, as well as the monsters that happening, Pavel Tryon also stopped like 41 of 42 shots the other night. Like, dude's a beast. I cannot wait till he's NHL ready. Speaking of NHL ready, anyone heard any news at all from Tarasov? Are we literally keeping him on IR just to give Spencer Martin like a, one more chance. Do you think? I mean, Martin's not been playing bad. I mean, no. he's probably just to showcase him to see what he's got. Just to showcase him and see what he's got, and maybe you can up his value and can trade him for something. That's true. And we pulled him off waivers, so he's worth something. I mean, if yeah, if something. <laughs> you know. Um. I wanted to bring up his stats real quick because, like, like I said, he's not been doing bad. It's not like he's been done doing really good. And I don't know. Do games that goalies come in to like save if they lose those? Does that count against their record as a loss, or is it? Oh, it depends how long like whoever plays the most in the game, like a pitcher. Yeah, like, like a pitcher. A pitcher in baseball has to pitch like five innings or something. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. five innings in order to count the game as a win for them. Uh, I don't know how that works exactly, but so in eight games, I uh, imagine sorry. it's like five minutes into the second period or something like that. I could see that. Um, so it says right here he has eight games played, and then six games started. So we know that there was two games where he had to come in for Elvis. Um, mm. Out of those, so out of one out of six games he started, he's Got one win and five losses. So, not amazing. He has uh, 0.898 save percentage and a 3.37 goals against average. Um, that's uh, not the greatest numbers, but we're also we're playing with, uh, you know, the defense has been kind of weird lately with a lot of turnovers. It's not the greatest in front of the net. Um, He's got so, a Kepi. He does have a Kepi. Is that one that one win he has, and he deserved it. He, I think he played great. He's not a bad goalie by any means at all. Um, I think he could very well be NHL caliber. Um, you know, but uh, Leakins, who's been 15 games started, 15 games played, he's not coming to the save yet. So, out of those 15 games, 
This doesn't add up. Oh, yeah, because he came out. Okay, so they didn't count as the, some of these as losses since he went out. They must not have. He has five wins and six losses. Um, so I think that skews the stats a little bit more yet, too. So he's, he's you know, he's only down one game. He's almost even. He's five and six. So, but out of... And to be fair... Five divided, five is one third of fifteen, and one is one sixth of six. So technically, he's got a better record, but he also has a .905 save percentage and a 3.12 goal against average. Uh, he's got almost double the minutes as Spencer Martin. Um, so you know he's doing good. I'm I'm proud of Merce Leakins. He's done so much, um, both mentally and then also physically since last year. But, you know, I really want to see Tarasov come in and tear it up. I, and stay healthy. Please, dear God. <laughs> Just stay healthy. For the love of God. Because, listen, when Danell Tarasov has been healthy, he's shown he can be a good goalie for the Blue Jackets, and he's won some games for him. So it's just like if you just stay healthy, the Blue Jackets have something there. And then you look at it to where you have so many options between Elvis Merzlikens, Spencer Martin, Danilo Tarasov, Pelva Kajan. Like you put all those things together. Jack Jack Greaves. And then they have Sergei Ivanov, who's playing over in Russia. He's playing pretty good. And like if that all comes together, it's like, damn, you got some good options for goalie if it all works out that way. Yeah. Yeah, but what happens if the team puts Martin on waivers for the intention of waving him off the team? I oh, think he makes it down. Was yeah. anyone else? Oh, does, he just, does he automatically just get sent down if nobody claims him? So yeah, well, well no, he can make it back on the team then because remember Nick Foligno got put on waivers last year, and he was just back on Boston. I mean, yeah, kind of yeah, I think okay. it just means you can like send them down like for a month or something. Yeah, well, you you do have to have like something written in your contract where that could happen. That's why KJ, like Blankenberg, and all those dudes that played almost exclusively on the Blue Jackets last year got sent down this year. Yet too, they still have clauses or two way contracts. So I just hate to put that guy on waivers again. After yeah. him claiming him on waivers, and after he he's done us well. I mean, you know, five losses, but he's not See, done us dirty. Most of those games are close hockey games. Yeah. Another thing to consider in regards to Kent Johnson and Nick Blankenberg is that they have something that other players don't have on the Blue Jackets, which is they still have that waiver protection to where you oh. can send them up and down the lineup where you don't have to worry about waivers because they haven't hit that mark where you, you play a certain amount of games and then you lose that waiver protection. Kent Johnson and Nick Blankenberg haven't hit that yet, so that yeah. protects them, and the Blue Jackets can send them up and down when they need to. Marchenko and Sillinger, has, they have passed that so far. They have, yeah. So. And Dave Yurchuk has not, which, okay, so I want to talk about a couple of defenders. Real quick, I want to know your guys' opinions on this. So, also, hey, real quick, too, I totally forgot to mention this. Jack Roslevic is currently injured. The yeah. strain, something oblique, oblique injury. He's going to be out for like a while, like quite a while. So, yeah. Get better, Jake. Uh, Jack, oh, shit, sorry. 
Jack. Uh, Jack Rosovic, get better soon. Uh, hope to see you back. Yeah. Um, right. so real quick, yeah. old defenders who we've talked about before. Uh, I'm sorry. I want to talk about – yeah, no, 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 defenders. Adam Boquist and Andrew Peake. And these are two players who hadn't played quite a few games in a row to the point where we, uh, in one episode, were talking about, well, I brought it up, that I think that there might be getting set up to, to be traded. Um, they're keeping them healthy. So then the game after that episode directly – they get played and they've been playing a little bit more here lately too. Do you guys think two things I want to ask one, do they deserve a roster spot Two, I got three things. Um, do they have value for trade still now? Yeah. We've seen them play three. I mean, what do you really think about them? Are they doing well? So, I mean, should we just send them all away on like the, if they go on waivers, like they're gonna get picked up? Yeah. So. so yeah. Away. Okay. Look, um, Andrew Peak. Yes, he still has value because he's a good shot blocking defenseman. He's a right-handed shot. He's kind of big, six foot, almost two hundred pounds. Those types of guys are valuable, especially to teams that are fighting for a playoff spot. They want those types of guys that are big and just eat pucks, block shots, and eat up a lot of minutes. A guy that you can just throw out there, and like most of the time, he's just going to be fine. You don't have to worry about him. And that's been Andrew Peak with the Blue Jackets. And, you know, he, he's looked okay this season. Eh, not as good as previous seasons with the Blue Jackets. But he still has value. Adam Boquist, he's since it's a small sample size, but since he's been paired up with Zach Wierenski, he looks really good, and he had a really good game against the Blackhawks. Or some of those goals the Blue Jackets scored, he had a couple assists on some of those. So there's that, and even he had some good moments yesterday against the Devils. So there's that. So it'll be interesting to see if he can keep that going. And yes, he does have value, not just for the Blue Jackets, but also in some hypothetical scenario, if the Blue Jackets were going to trade him, you could use him to get something good because he's still a young up-and-coming defenseman who's getting getting better defensively, but he's really good on offense, and that brings value because a lot of teams want that because every team in today's world of hockey is finding more and more ways to have offense and trying to put the puck in the net. And if you can have some defensemen do that, it just makes it that much your team that much better, and it makes it easier for your other players. It's not so stressful, and they don't have to carry as much of the load. And then they can focus on their share game. The load. That, yeah, I'm share the load. Seen, uh, yeah, you've seen Lord of the Rings? Yeah. yeah. Good Sam, movie. He's talking to Frodo. Or Brother Books, whatever. Yeah. Right on. Good well, movie. Hell yeah. I can agree with a lot of that. Oh. So uh, like yeah, um, as for as of now, I think in my opinion it's probably more likely that Adam Boquist stays on the team and Andrew Peak leaves. But I again, I just think that they're just trying, which is the smart thing to do, which is just trying to find the right trade package to trade him because you just don't want to trade him just just because. Like Bert Bergen, I mean, 
Oh god, no, why would that you one hurt the heart. Down? It hurt the heart. Jeez, well, Owen, I want to hear from you next. I would take so. that personally if I were you, um, Owen. <laughs> man, that hurt. Dude, it wasn't I would bad. trade I'll trade Peak right fucking now. I heard that. <laughs> Alright, trade him. And you know what? I I agree with Kevin because I think uh Bunquist has lost a little trade value because you know, obviously he came to us via trade. We haven't been able to do anything with him. If we trade him again, he would have to be in a package deal similar to Pete. What if both of them go? That, it's possible. I would but that was also what we suspected earlier, though. Yeah, no, and that's exactly what. And then all of a sudden, the next game, they were out there on the ice. You know, I was I was like wondering, like, man, is he trying to build value up with them? Just trying to keep them fresh, keep them out there, you know, for available like to see what they're worth. Uh, William, you got anything on this? What do you think? I agree with oh, what. Uh, um, okay. Anyways, I agree with what most of y'all said. I mean, everybody has value at the end of the day. You know, everybody has a price. And, um, yeah, I just agree with everything else besides that. I agree with everything you say. I feel it. No, I agree with everything I say, too, uh, most of the time. Um, so, uh, yeah, the, you know, and, and Kevin, you already answered the question, really. So, like, well, I was going to ask one last question, like, you know, um, uh, trade one, keep one, you know, peak or uh, Boquist. Well, the boat quest keep, and then probably peaks the one that gets traded. I'm no, I'm sorry. Pe no, boat quest is the one that stays, and peak is the one that probably gets traded. Yeah, Owen, trade one, keep one. That's oh, right. Owen. Lost good, 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 good answer. Good answer. All right, um, he said, I'm not answering this. I ate too many gummies. Um, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> William, trade one, keep one? Uh, I'm keeping peak. Really? Yeah. You, I used to think that maybe Boquist has more value, get something more for him or something. I just think peak performs better at the end of the day. I like both of these players. I'm not even team. trying to, like, dog on them, you know? Uh, Wyan yeah. or Harsey, do you have any like weigh-in on this? Do you have an opinion on this? Yeah, I would you know say I would say trade. Wyan, you got anything? Owen's back in. Yeah, I'd say trade peak just for age difference alone. No, I mean, it's two years, but yeah, he's twenty-five years old. I mean, just prime. Wait, Bokus is twenty-five. No, Bokus is twenty-three. Peak is twenty-five. Bokus is He's a lot younger than I thought he was. Yeah. Yeah, uh, man. I yeah, he, no, he actually—I thought he was like twenty-nine at least. So yeah. Okay. All right, Owen. Before you crapped out there, what are you gonna? What's your answer to the question? Oh, I trade P and keep Bocas, but if if I could, I trade both of them. You know, that's also a fair assessment, and here's why I think that too. Like my my opinion, I would trade Peak and then keep Oakwist if, if that's what it came down to. Um, we could package them to somebody. I don't know who needs two defenders. Uh, Seattle for all the Oilers. Oh my God, yes, let's go. Yes, let's do it. Yes. Bring them home. Bring them home. Yes. Bring them um, home. 
So, and, and here's why, too. I mean, yeah, okay, so Peak only has four games played, and Boquist only has seven. Uh, but in those four games, Peak got an assist. Boquist got two assists. Uh, so, you know, uh, we we do look at an up-and-comer, a fresh face out there, 20 years old, David Yurchek. Uh, he's played in 16 games, got one goal, two assists for three points. I mean, that's really only one more goal than that the Boquist has, which is zero, in over twice the games, and in Peak's case, four times the games. So, um, not saying that that's bad by any means. I think Yurchek's an amazing player. He's only a minus one. I can't wait to see a lot more of him. But um, we have that guy coming up. We need room. Like, we can't just keep healthy scratching the same guy mm-hmm. every single night. Um, yeah. So that, that brings me to my, my next next point and probably one of the last ones we discussed here. Um, Matthew Olivier. Matthew Olivier. What um, could he... I've been I've been wondering this myself. Like, should should we be playing him more, or should we? Does it matter when we have people like Voronkov, Gabranson, uh, Rally, Jenner out there? You know, I, like I, we kind of gave him the contract, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's either we pay him to stay off the ice, or we pay him to be on the ice. What, and that, what happened? I also I think it, it just, in my, my opinion, I also think it's the thing is, is like Matthew Olivier, what, what, what I have seen from him from the two seasons he's been with the Blue Jackets, it's like he gives off the vibes that like he's that just stereotypical enforcer type, but then you watch him play and it's like that's not it, not it, it's not really him. Like, yeah, he's an enforcer type. But, like, he's a good third-line, fourth-line guy. He plays good defense, and sometimes he can give you some offense. So he's not just your stereotypical, you know, enforcer. Like, he he has some value to him, and he can show he can be a good player for the Blue Jackets. But a lot of times I just think it's a matchup thing. Who are you playing? And that will determine if you put him in or not. Also, you know, he's been a good third-line, fourth-line guy for the Blue Jackets. But in more recent games, that fourth line has been really good with, you know, Sean Corrali, Texier slash Dan Forth, and now putting in Robinson into the mix there, and that's really good. And are you really going to take any of those guys out of the lineup for Matthew Olivier? More likely than not, you're not going to do it because that's just how it is. But I like Matthew Olivier when he's given the chance to play. And I do agree with Owen. It's like they did give him that new contract with more money. So by, by default, to a certain degree, you kind of have to play him because if not, you're kind of wasting that money. But what do you, you know, I just don't think that the, the way that the current fourth line people are playing, it's just kind of hard to justify taking one of those guys out for him unless you have to. Yeah. See, I remember during me and Heartsy's watch along on my channel, we had uh, the fight with uh, Olivier and Delorier, I believe, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, it was almost like we called it. Like, those two are going to go. It's like, we're probably going to play Olivier in a situation where there's also a tough guy on their team and there's there's going to be a fight. Yeah. 
And Elodie yeah, is kind of old school be. with calling for a fight. He'll just be like, you want to go? Like the old school days. Yeah. Right. Well, and uh, so... I don't know. Can I bring this fight up? <laughs> I mean, that kind of fight was bound to happen that. because they yeah. said after... That kind of fight was bound to happen because Matthew, Olivia, and others said after the game in press conferences that they were thinking about that hit that Zach Berensky got in the first game against the Flyers, the home opener. And, you know, so that played a role into it. And honestly, that entire game, Matthew Olivier was just kind of a real pain in the ass to Deloria. Just, you know, the fight and just kind of like poking at him with the stick and everything and just letting him know that we didn't like that hit. Yeah, here we go. For audio listeners, I have this fight pulled up. We got number 24, Matthew Olivier against uh, number 44. Uh, I don't know his first name. Nicholas Delorier. Okay. Is Delorier French-Canadian as well? Because it makes sense. Got a so it does seem like Delorier has, like, has, has a better reach. But Olivier is able to get in there. And he is able to pull himself hey. in at some point. Look, right there. He yanked his jersey to pull his elbow, like, down so he gets can get in closer. And then, like, is able to wham him a few times. He also hits him up with the, with the with uh, his left hand up again on his collar. He kind of shakes him up here and there. Um, this is jersey solid. Jabs, they're throwing yeah. bows. Like, yeah. Out, they're hitting faces. They're kind of hitting each other's Look at that. Like that. See, yeah. it's an old school <laughs> hockey fight where the guys, yeah, like, you know, they, they enjoy come together, it. They give each other a couple pats on the noggin and they say, good fight. Yeah. Good fight. Like, they were yeah, both. Yeah, give him a on the dick, yeah. Like, yeah, they were both. have his dick like... twisted. <laughs> Shout out, Wally CBJ. No, that, that's right, though. Hartsy, you bring up a good point there. At the end of the, you know, they had a good fight there. And then at the end of the fight, they both, you know, uh, settled, you know, stopped, and they both patted each other on the head and said kind of like a show of, you know, genuine respect and say, hey, good fight. And, you know, they moved on with the rest oh, no. of their lives. Yeah. Well, I mean, at a certain point, it was almost a stalemate. Like, they were both so good at what they do, both attacking and defending, that they're like, they couldn't almost do as, like any more damage on each other. Um, so that's what, to me, kind of made it a sixth fight. Like, yeah, like, it wasn't like, Someone bleeding around. That's, that's a negative fight. It's the that like the agreement to do the fight. They're both are like, hey, let's do this, and then they continued out with it. And then the way they ended it before, you know, is honorable. Respect. <laughs> that was that was uh, respectful. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I just thought that was cool. I thought it would be cool to end it kind of something on a little dope. I mean, in my opinion, though, too, like. Olivier, like yes, he need to play him. I think that at the moment, I think it's okay. What's what he, you know, he's getting to play like every C he has. Uh, Olivier has twelve games played, so he's played like just over half. Um, so you know, almost playing like every other game, or maybe a game or two in a row to get like a little bit of flow built up. Like I think that's fine where he's at. Like. Especially maybe going up against tougher opponents, bringing him in yet too. Um, you know, it would just be uh, it would make sense to me. Anyway, 
guys have anything that you want to say or talk about or whatever before we kind of get wrapping up here? All right. I sent you two videos about Gavin Brindley. Before we, uh, before we get into the, uh, almighty Gavin Brindley, uh, I just want to say that Garnet Hathaway has been getting his ass kicked this game, like a Good. lot. Like, yeah, he's a big so he, uh, he has the uh, he runs into guys to go hit him, and he always ends up on his ass. Also, we're out shooting the Islanders by like twenty five, and we're it's still nothing, nothing. So goaltending right. matters. I know. Uh, so I was wondering. Our two talked about logo. the Philadelphia Flyers against uh, the New York Islanders. They're in the third period, and it is 0-0 in New York. Okay. Goal scoring does me. not exist oh, for this I, team. Oh, I almost jinxed it. All that right. was almost a jinx. I almost just watched him score. Anyway, oh, make a good point. This game is starting to bother me, too. I mean, to be fair, I have Sorokin on my fantasy team, so I'm kind of, you know, like, hey. whatever. Anyway, Kevin anyway. Brindley would. Yes. So the first video is him just warm ups and he's playing with the puck with his stick. So we'll just show that a couple of times. I don't want to show my whole message. <laughs> if you can blow, blow it up like you did before. The tab. I so, uh, how's your guys' day going? Here he is. Sorry, Harry, see that came out of left field. I mean, for you catches, your mom just catches. So, so, so there it is. There's Gavin Brindley at warm-ups, and uh, he's he's playing with the puck, practicing hand-eye coordination skills. Uh, 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 okay, there we there. go. So there's and that. And then the second video is Gavin Brindley scoring in a pen, on a penalty shot last last uh, last weekend. Ooh, is that the Michigan logo? One. Oh no! Well, well, he's a Blue Jackets prospect, so we'll ignore that for today. I mean, yeah. I know today is a hard <laughs> day for some people, so we'll just you know, <laughs> it is what it is. He's a great player. Yeah. Right, what school is going to. So here he is. Here we go. Ah. Ooh. Wow. Not quite as hard of a deke as what we saw oh, KJ. That was really nice. Yeah. Oh, oh, he was trying to high five the ref there. Did you see that? Look, here, okay, we'll watch it again. He curls around that the left side dot, comes into the slot, and he up a little bit, and boom, right around the right uh, right on the left leg of the uh on the right side of the goal. And boom, over here, yeah, he looks like he's trying to get the ref to dap him up. You see that? One more time. One more time. Oh, yeah. I'm going to cut the sound yeah. though on this one, though. Yeah. Nice little deep. I mean, he knew he had him when the. It was a really good move. Just stick a little bit. Easy. Easy. Hell yeah. Well, that was sick. So, yeah. So, there's that. Um, some capping news. Uh, we have two, two new people who have the cappy. We have. Uh, Boone Jenner got the cappy for the win against the Blackhawks. So, and then Eric Robinson got the cappy yesterday. Yesterday, when the Blue Jackets got when the Blue Jackets beat the Devils, the Eric Robinson got the cappy. 
I got to give a shout out to Ohio State women's hockey team because they just played two games against St. Lawrence and Ohio State won both those games by a combined score of 17 to 1. Oh, jeez. So uh, Ohio State put it, Ohio State women's hockey team putting an ass whooping on uh, St. Lawrence. The first game they won 11 nothing. The second game they won 5-1. So uh, Ohio uh, State. So, so Ohio State hockey beat St. Lawrence in a two-game series by a combined score of seventeen to one. Impressive. Hell yeah! I mean, as we all know, you know the reason that we post about this, talk about this so much, is because not because like oh, Michigan's the so much no. more amazing than Ohio State in football. We don't give a shit. No. We're talking about hockey. And half our team's from there. So, like, right. you know, a lot of people like just to complain a bit. I get it. I kind of get it. I mean, I'm from Ohio. I don't like the idea of rooting for Michigan, but I like the idea of rooting for Blue Jackets prospects. And so many have come from there. Yep. yep. Have, just like, wait till we can root for them in Cleveland. Yeah. Oh, yeah Michigan still like, sucks. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know but if that was you're... a dig or not. No, you're absolutely right, Hefty Duck. This is the reality, is that for many of us, you know, we like Ohio State and don't necessarily like Michigan, but when they're hockey, when Michigan historically is good at hockey and they've provided many players to the Blue Jackets that have played hockey at Michigan and have been good and benefited the Blue Jackets, you, you have to talk about it. You have to get it out there and let people know that, hey, the Blue Jackets have good prospects, and, yeah, they play at other schools as well, but most of the time it's been, oh, they play at Michigan because Michigan is historically good at hockey, and you, you can just go down the list. It's Jack Johnson. It's Zach Wierenski. It's Nick Blankenberg. It's Adam Fantilli. It's Kent Johnson, and eventually Gavin Brindley. He will join the Blue Jackets as well as another player who's played at Michigan. Nick Blankenberg. Nick Blankenberg. But, and then eventually Captain. And then eventually Gavin, eventually Gavin Brindley will join that list, a list of players that have played at Michigan that will also play for the Blue Jackets. And that's just how it is. And, you know, it's not, you know, again, not being like 100% balls to the wall like, yeah, go Michigan and shit like the greatest thing ever. It's not even close to being that. It's just not. Oh my god. It's just that's just how it is. Michigan is, is historically good at hockey and it's benefited the Blue Jackets and we got to highlight that. Anyways. Oh, who else is in here? Is that Goose? Got- Goose. Goose! Right at the very Goose. end. Oh, no, not What's up? Ghosts. That's all right. Got to put up with him for a while. Up. We might have to head out, so we'll replace him with Goose for a bit. Go, What's okay, up? So How's it going? Goes, good to see you on the show. Uh, yeah, well, what's up? Oh, well, shit. Uh, how much? About doing, do, doing a show? Yeah. Chilling? Um, yeah. My guy, Goose, is, is fun, and I've enjoyed talking to him many times on the Discord. And, and uh, he looks like he should be in a metal band. You got like black dyed hair, blue jackets, metal band time. (laughs) I like a metal band. What do you play? I play drums and guitar. 
Yeah, I play I mean, basic. I uh, mean, <laughs> Owen Owen does have when play a lot of metal. Owen does have medication for his hair, and when you know he doesn't take it, it does look like he's in a metal band, and it looks really fucking cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's... But, yeah. Who's uh go, mouth breathing the mic? Go ahead. All right, but but Goose, you gotta tell the peep. You gotta tell the show. A, a little, a little something about yourself. Hey, we missed a comment. No, Shulman. Sorry, man. No. I'm not ignoring you. I still what missed up? your comment. Oh shit! There's a YouTube channel. Fuck yeah! I'm gonna subscribe to this shit. Do it. Oh my god! I literally watched a subscriber count go up one just now. We yeah, had 69 70... subscribers. Yeah. I should have said something about it, but you're at 71 now. 70. Oh, we went up two. Let's go. Goose, you got all the TikTok. We appreciate it. Y'all should do the same thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, we have to take Goose, you got tell the pe- tell our tell the people watching the show something about you. I don't what? Uh well first of all, who do you root for? Uh, I root for I root for the Bruins. I think the blue jackets are pretty fucking cool though. There all you right, go. all right. I appreciate it. All right, so where are you from? Statewide. Uh, born born in Halifax, Nova Scotia, and I currently live in a suburb of Boston. All right, yeah, that's yeah, weird. I can hear like, both of those accents. Yeah, I'm from Boston, uh, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Well, that's fair. Welcome in, welcome in. Uh, we were just kind of getting towards the end of the episode, right. but... Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd uh, work. That's cool. Uh, what do you do? You don't have to tell uh, us. Oh, there. No, no, I work retail. I'm too young to work anything else. I work sure. retail. Yeah, retail, 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 retail. <laughs> Oh yeah, this little final like minute half of the Phillies game or fucking Phillies, Flyers and uh, Islanders. I mix the two together: Islander, Phillies. Well, I'm the Flyers Islander game. The zero zero. Right someone now, else is popping. I just figured he was getting really into it. Oh, no, oh, hard back. Back. All right, well, this is getting kind of goofy now. We should probably. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, look, Hefty Duck, you did promote, you did promise shenanigans in today's show when you promoted. That's fair. It, it was enough. promised. People have to expect it. Yeah. So, like, I was at Buck. I was driving home from uh, Florida to my house in Illinois, and mm-hmm. we stopped at a, we stopped at a Bucky's in Georgia, and I got some pork rinds. Nice. What kind of pork rinds? Yeah. Flavored or just original? Nice. Just, just regular pork rinds. Just I love pork rinds. They're gluten free. Yeah. I got a good. Bucky's sun hat. Yeah. You Bucky's. What? what the fuck? You got a what sun hat? A Bucky's sun hat. Oh, okay. I misunderstood what you said. Sorry, dude. Yeah, what did you think I, I said? I, I got, I got yeah. my picture taken with the squirrel at Bucky's. It was fucking sweet. Oh, nice. I love it. Isn't that a badger? It's a or a beaver. It's a beaver. I'm sorry. I got my picture taken. I thought we were just trolling. I got my picture taken with the with the Bucky's beaver, and it was pretty damn cool. Oh yeah. Let's go, Bussy Mart. Let's go or Bucky's, Bussies. Bucky's. You decide. Bussy, Bussy. It looks like you could be anyway. I don't know. It's Bussies. Let's go, Ohio Columbuses. 
I can't take this. Yes. Anyway. Uh, hey, Wyan. Yeah. Wyan. Wyan Wood. What wood? Bussies. Wood. Yes. Wood bussies. Wood. Hartsy, Hartsy, do you have anything to oh share about the Flyers? Uh, the Philadelphia Flyers are one minute and 23 seconds away from heading to overtime with the New York Islanders. Eight, well, oh you know God. what? That's cap. It's more like 8.3 seconds from going to overtime so with the New York Islanders. Screen, screen too. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, both of these teams to figure it out. NBC Sports kind of messed me up. Uh, Survivor Series, I'm watching that. The uh, Yeah, we're out shooting the Islanders by 17 shots. We can't solve Ilya Sorokin to save our lives. Man, fucking fantasy. But on another, uh, amazing. On, the, uh, on, another, uh, on another subject, you can still claim your FHL team. Yes, we're going to overtime. Right. Now we're going Ooh. to overtime. We are going to overtime in Long Island. Has CM Punk showed up yet? No. No. Yes, Artsy. Huh? Um, neither has us. Randy Orton. Artsy, tell us about the. Oh my God, that's a great profile picture, Goose. Thanks. Uh, yes, uh, Artsy, tell us about the FHL, please. The FHL. We still have a couple of teams le- that have yet to be claimed. Which I mean. Why, why, why haven't you claimed your FHL team? I will come to your house. But okay, do it. Show uh, up right now. We are we're nearing playoff time. We are so close Whoa. to playoff time. But that's about it. Also, no, that's it. I, I, I don't have anything else to say. No, no, you have one more thing to say, and that is that you know the other league, the HCA or whatever the fuck it's called, it's fucking trash. FHL's like much better. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fucking trash and fuck that bird. Factual evidence. Yeah. So, uh, so, uh, so, Goose, do you have anything else to say? Uh, literally, no. Looking. Uh, well, I'm going to give a shout out to Ohio State men's hockey because they had a two game series against Princeton and they won both games. Hell yeah. And there's Ivy League. Aren't they Ivy League? Yes. And there's Ivy League Fox. They're too, they're, they're too busy like calculating fucking. I don't know. Spreadsheets like, and shit, dude. Yes. Yeah, they're, 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 doing, they're doing fucking algebra on the ice, like with their skates. They're like every goal. It's easier to teach them calculations. They're trying to calculate the precise angle where they need to shoot the puck to score, but it like takes way too fucking long. Wow. So, wow. F- so Ohio State won the first game against Princeton six three, and then today Ohio State uh-huh. men's hockey won the second game against Princeton four three. That's fucking poverty. Poverty. All right. It looks like overtime is starting in Philadelphia. Can we wrap this up? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Can they fucking score? I'm going to lose my shit. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, uh, Lion, you, you got anything left to say before we get out of here? Um, fucking follow me on Twitter at Bruins1. 
if you want the greatest Bruins troll of all time. Pretty oh, good. troll, you only speak facts, dude. Jacob <laughs> Trouber hates black people. Yeah, they, but <laughs> they hate the facts. Dude, Horsey's also speaking <laughs> <hate the> facts. <laughs> they hate the facts that I spit every day on that website. But they will not take me down. I I've them. been spaced out and not listening to anything for a while. But, uh, yeah, so, so is, that, is that it, Wine? Is that all you got to say? Yeah, also, Garner Hathaway's a pussy-ass bitch, fake tough guy. He didn't do anything for the Boston Bruins. Facts. <laughs> Dude, you, say this with, with, you say this with fucking heart scene, Oh, sorry, heart scene, I, I think. He was talking about Garner Hathaway yeah. earlier. We well, you know where I'm coming from, man. You know where I'm coming from. Yeah. Okay, William, do, do you have anything else to say before we get out of here? Follow me on Twitter and TikTok. That one's Jason. Do not claim an FHL team. Do not claim an FHL team. And, um, follow the Brew Jackets on TikTok. You already know. And then, um, I hope the Flyers lose. <laughs> Yo, Roche is throwing shade. I mean, so, William, is that all you have to say? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, no, no, uh, no. You need to say, you need to, uh, what he says in chat. Fuck the Flyers. Nah. That's the last thing you need to say. Um, I hope oh, Barzell. Uh, <laughs> Owen, Owen, do you have anything else? Owen, Owen, do you have anything else to say before we get out of here? Well, I want to dedicate my portion of this um, to uh, something uh, sad. Um, I found out recently that uh, Ray Nice on Twitter has uh, passed away. Um, there's going to be a charity dedicated to him, or, or not a charity, like Wait, a what? What? Yeah. What the fuck happened? Ray Nice. Um, I'm not entirely sure. Um, my friend Zach from BNB had called me and told me. But oh, there's going shit. to be a fundraiser Dude, I for him. Wait, 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 you know, wait. He wait, sent wait, me one of the coolest things I, I have, I own. Wait, wait, I, I, wait. I saw it on stream before. CB, the, wait, the Twitter user that's CBJ Ray, he's dead? Yeah. Wait, oh, what? That's, that sucks. Wow. I believe, yeah. Damn. Holy shit. It was told to me. Damn. That sucks. Dude. Dude. Man. That he, sucks. One there, time he had... There will be a fundraiser for him through uh, B&B here soon. Good. Like, I... CBJ Ray was one of my favorite uh, Twitter pages on Blue Jackets Twitter. I retweeted a lot mm. of his stuff. Yeah, man, that's really sad to hear. Yeah, you I know saw a lot of stuff too. Oh, yeah, we talked really a bit on Twitter. Him, but, really yeah, him, but like he, uh, he seemed pretty chill a few times I've interacted with him. Yeah. So at one point he posted this. It's a Vladislav Gavrikov Young Guns, uh, card. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Hey, whoever like replies to this or whatever, like, I'll send you this card." And I hadn't even really been that much into like collecting cards or anything yet. But I was like, "Yeah, that's fucking cool." So yeah, he sent me this card and shit, and like, it got me into collecting. I have a 
fuck ton of cards now, dude. Like, dang. that's a big old bummer to hear, man. Well, definitely, we'll be sharing all info uh, around, uh, you know, the uh, the benefit and uh, whatnot. Yeah. So, so, so damn, yeah. a real Owen, one. A real, so, Owen, you got in. Owen, you got anything else to say? Owen, he's, he's too he's too high for this shit. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, I guess I'll just do my stuff, and then Hefty Duck can do his, and then we can just get out of here. Um. Anyways, so as always, as I do on the show, first things first, it's Cooper. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Always have to show off my brother's dog, Cooper, who is the greatest dog of all time. So there you go. My brother's dog, Cooper. Yeah. Recently saw... (laughs) Of course, we had uh, Thanksgiving at my house with all my family, and my brother brought, brought Cooper over, so that was fun. Fuck yeah. Anyway, so there's, you know, that. Um, As I did earlier in the show, you should totally subscribe to our YouTube channel. Do it. Like, share, subscribe, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. You know? That is what I just did. So you You should just fucking did it. Yes. 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 See, Wyan, smart person for doing that. My guy, Goose, an absolutely smart person for subscribing to our YouTube channel. You should listen to these people. You should and be like them and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just, you know, just do it. AP courses, he's smart as fuck. Yes, he is. And then, of course, you know, let's see here. Where? Oh, and then, uh, oh, I got this. eating? Can you stop, please? Okay, yeah. Sorry. It's all right, man. And, of course, you know, go check out Uni Blue Soldiers, a fun Blue Jackets-themed group that I run. A lot of fun stuff, and we do marches with the Blue Jackets, and um, we have a lot of fun stuff planned. And that's all I can say at this moment. But when the time comes when I can say what that fun stuff is, you're going to like it. It's going to be pretty damn fucking cool, so... Check that out and uh, follow Union Blue Soldiers on all social media platforms. Also, shout out yeah. to Check Bulls us out. Brazil. Uh, <laughs> God uh, damn it. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, shout yeah, out to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's our that's our show for today. I, uh, I, I got to cut us off here. <laughs> Yeah, I appreciate everyone. If you've been here till the end, uh, I appreciate y'all being here. Um, yeah, but uh, we'll see you here soon. I uh, can't wait for the game here on Monday, and uh, we'll try to. We'll, we'll be here. We should be here next Wednesday. So, uh, be here for that, and we'll uh, we'll see you then. Yeah. Peace. Peace. Bro.